November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. <laughs> With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. <laughs> Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was gonna do this, I was gonna do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would've if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. Hi guys, we are continuing from our last episode where we were talking about best practices for reducing debt and for living a debt-free lifestyle, which is so important, especially as a business owner, because there's all of these opportunities coming at us to spend our money. And I actually think it's it's more beneficial to, to do it thoughtfully. And so we're going to tell you our favorite ways that we have increased the potency of our businesses without going into debt to do it. So let's get into it. Okay, in today's age, a college degree isn't always necessary to have a career you love. We have so many resources at our fingertips now that many are choosing a debt-free way to have careers they love. And this is becoming more of an industry standard. And I don't know how many of you have been out there in the job searching world, but it's wild. A lot of jobs that are like paying $14 an hour or whatever require either an associate or a bachelor's degree. And I find that shocking for how many people are trying to pay off their student debt with that low wage that they're getting paid. And so what are some ways that we can be competitive in our field without going into debt to do it? That's what we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be a quick episode because we don't have to do too much storytelling on this to tell you guys what we've done. We're just going to share our favorite ways. And let me tell you, when you approach um, growing your experience level without going into debt to do it, you're actually showing your ingenuity, you're showing your creativity and the ability to pivot that they can't really teach in college anyway. So I don't know, scrappy is my favorite way to be. Well, and, and, if we're being honest, I think a lot of companies these days, even though it says a degree is required, oftentimes mm -hmm. they're hiring people that applied just on a whim because they're like, well, I love doing this. I know a lot about it because I've 
physically done this for so many years on my own that they're applying anyways and they're getting hired because I think they want to see experience first. And I think a lot more businesses are way more open to to hiring a hands-on person than somebody that has gone and learned things but haven't actually applied them. So I think that's where being a virtual assistant is great, especially with like, I think especially the more like niche you are or um, when you are somebody that serves a whole team for somebody. Mm -hmm. Those I think are really going to be valuable with AI, all of this AI stuff coming in and and replacing some of the secretarial type duties. Even um, copywriting, yeah. Yeah, that a lot of virtual assistants offer, myself included. I mean, with AI coming in, that can shift a lot of what help entrepreneurs actually need from virtual assistants. And I think there's an opportunity for us to really thrive in this rather than mm-hmm. fear it because one, it's a tool that we can utilize if you're if you're into AI and, and utilize it can be fantastic for a lot of things and very helpful. So I think there's a lot of potential here for virtual assistants to continue to grow. And when you have that ability and want to always grow and research, that's what people really need and are looking Absolutely. for. Just with the constant change of everything going on, when you're flexible and, and just the willingness to always learn, yes. that can beat out a degree just about every day, unless it's like medical field, right? <laughs> like, Absolutely. That's why in the, the next level VA, our course to help people either grow or scale their virtual assistant business, that's why we always say the number one skill you can offer is a teachable mindset. That's it. That's like, that trumps a degree. Yeah. A degree says, yeah, I could learn a book. I could, and I'm not trying to put down the the amount of energy that people have put into the degrees. I think it's impressive. Is it necessary? I I just don't think so. Especially in the virtual assistant world and many contractor type of jobs, you are your word. And so how can we make our word even more potent? So we're going to go through our favorite ways to grow your experience, grow your knowledge base for your business without going into debt to do it. And the thing that brought this whole conversation up is one of Marcel's favorite podcasts. Do you want to tell them about that? Yeah, I listened to a degree-free podcast and it's really well done. They are very heavy in talking about being degree-free and the negatives to college, but they do talk about like sometimes it's just important, like you can't get around it. But to really figure out, do I need a degree or or not? Is this something I can do and learn on my own? Or do I really have to have that? And the way to figure that out is to go look at current jobs, job postings and and figure out like, okay, do I actually need a degree for this? If so, then go research the degree, figure out what you need. But if not, go figure out what they're actually requiring or needing the skills required and go learn it, whether that's through YouTube or, or what have you. But Anyways, degree-free, it's a great podcast. I do recommend it. All right, we'll share that the link to that podcast in our show notes. So check those out for any of the resources we mentioned on the show. Next, I want to bring up YouTube University, which is not a university. It's just YouTube. <laughs> it feels like a university. There's everything. I know. I love it. You know, in 2010, when I launched my photography business, I did so with YouTube. <laughs> 
Nice. I don't know if any of you have learned Photoshop, but it's a beast. I basically just sat at my computer watching YouTube and kind of crying for a month. <laughs> but I also feel like I learned things through that hands-on discovery process that maybe they wouldn't have taught in school. And also I found my own specific style. So I love that I went that way. But YouTube University can be good for anything from figuring out how to you know, change the oil in your car to, to coding. How do, well, to coding. Ugh, I don't know. I don't want to do I'm that. I'm going to say it. I'd rather change the oil in the car. I would too, but coding can be a beast. So it can, yeah. it's a good You option. can learn anything you have interest in to include like, Hey, you know, like running a business, it's helpful to understand how to use spreadsheets. And there's so yeah. many tips and tricks and nuances to it that YouTube university can teach you that. So <laughs> It sounds so so cliche to say you learn it on YouTube, but like today's day and age where data is so shared openly, and I see a lot of people hosting courses for things that you can literally just watch on YouTube. So that's another thing before you jump into a course with someone. I We've even said it about ours. We're not here with our course to take your money. We genuinely want to see people succeed in this business. We think that yeah. we, this causes a ripple effect for the entrepreneurs we serve, for their customers that are benefited from their offering and so much more. Yeah. So also, real quick before we go, I want to share two of my favorite books that have helped me uh, really expand the offering in my business. And my number one, my absolute favorite is called The Personal MBA. Now, this is a book where you don't have to read it cover to cover. In the very beginning, they say, just like flip to the page that seems relevant to you and read that. And I'm telling you, sometimes I'm like half a page in and the ideas, the strategy, like all oh, the light bulbs are turning on and I don't even finish the chapter, but it did the job. <laughs> if ever I'm stuck, I open that book. I think every business needs this book. I'm just going to say it's the best book I've ever had in business. And another one that I'm really loving lately is called The Business Playbook, How to Document and Delegate What You Do So Your Company Can Grow Beyond You. And that one is fantastic for looking at the long game. So I highly suggest that book. Last tip we have is to seek a mentor, mentor to show you the way, whether that's a business coach. One of my clients who I personally suggest to many is Andrea Crowder. She helps with nervous system regulation around business so that all feels light and free and easy and happy. And then there's people like us who say like, here, this is, this is the shortcut. Let me bridge the gap for you by you not having to learn the lessons the hard way. I will show you where I messed up and what I learned along the way. And let's just speed up this process for you. Right. So I'll include the link for our next level VA where you can either build, grow, or scale your virtual assistant business easily and happily without all the stress attached to it. So make sure you check the show notes. And if you like this podcast, click the follow, subscribe. I don't really know. Just give us a rating. Preferably oh, five give stars. Oh, give us a rating. Oh, wouldn't that be comfy to hear like, hey, this made a difference. I'd feel delighted. So I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll chat with you guys later. Bye guys. Make sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.